Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena, and I love to share good stories with you. Have you ever been given an important job to do? Perhaps at your school your teacher has asked you to be the supply chief. It's your job to keep the classroom supplies organized and to restock the shelves. Maybe you are on the spill crew. You help to clean up any spilled juice or paint. Or you might be the messenger who delivers notes to the office, or the nurse buddy who walks with a classmate to the nurse's office if they are sick or hurt. These are all important jobs assigned to you by the teacher. You help to create a good, safe classroom. Each job requires certain skills, and once you learn how to do the job and have had some practice doing it, your teacher says, great, now you are ready to do the job on your own. In the same way that everyone must learn and practice certain skills before taking on an important job, Jesus also needed to spend time preparing to do God's work. First, he listened to stories of his people. Then he spent time thinking about how the world could be different when the people in it lived the way God wanted them to. He would often pray and ask for help in showing God's love to all the people in the world. Until at last, the time came for Jesus to begin. So he went to John the Baptist to be baptized in the river Jordan. And God sent the Holy Spirit upon him and said, You are my beloved, my son, with you I am well pleased. Then he went into the desert to pray and think and prepare to be tested. Then, at long last, he was ready to do God's work. In today's Gospel from St. Luke, we hear that Jesus began his work for God by teaching in many places around Galilee. News about him spread throughout all the territory, and everyone thought he was great. Jesus traveled to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath he goes, as usual, to the synagogue there. Everyone is eager to hear Jesus. After all, he grew up in this place. He stands in the synagogue, and the scripture handed to him to read is from the book of the prophet Isaiah. So he unrolls the scroll and finds the place where these words are written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has chosen me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free the oppressed and announce that the time has come when the Lord will save his people. These words that Jesus has just read were written many years before as a promise that one day someone will come, a Messiah, who will save the people from debt and slavery so that they can all be one family, no longer divided or separated from each other or from God. This is wonderfully good news. Can you imagine a time and a place where not only do people have enough to live, 
but also where everyone joyfully cares for each other, where no one selfishly keeps everything or even wants to have more than everyone else. Everyone in the synagogue has heard these words before and believes that one day God will fulfill his promise to them. So, after reading Isaiah's words of promise, Jesus rolls up the scroll, hands it to the attendant, and sits down. All eyes are on him. Everyone waits expectantly. Then he says, This passage of scripture has come true today, as you heard it being read. Everyone is so surprised to hear him say this. Did they hear him correctly? Did Jesus just say that he is the one whom God has sent to bring good news to the poor? He is the one to release the captives and give sight to the blind? He is the one to bring freedom to the oppressed? That he is the Messiah? In today's Sunday story, there is a man named Joseph who lives on the shores of the Sea of Galilee in the land of Israel. Joseph always welcomes guests to his Sabbath table, while his greedy neighbor Judah laughs at Joseph's generosity and never opens his house to share a Sabbath meal. He just can't understand why Joseph would want to waste his money feeding poor people. He only invites important people to his table. Then, one day, Judah has a dream, and everything changes quite unexpectedly. Let's listen to today's Sunday story. Joseph and the Sabbath Fish by Eric A. Kimmel Long ago, a man named Joseph lived in the land of Israel. He made his home in Tiberias, a city on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. No one honored the Sabbath more than Joseph. No one set a more elegant table. His hollow loaves were baked with the finest flour. His goblets were filled with the rarest wine. The fish for his Sabbath meal was the sweetest that could be found. Perfumed oil pressed from the ripest olives filled his Sabbath lamps. Every Friday night as the sun began to set, Joseph threw open the doors of his house. He invited everyone who wished to celebrate the Sabbath to come in. Joseph's neighbor Judah also set a fine Sabbath table, but he did not open his house to everyone. Why do you waste money feeding beggars? Judah asked Joseph. They would be satisfied with less. Do as I do. Give charity to the beggars, but invite only important people to your Sabbath table. Everyone is important, said Joseph. Those who come to my table are honoring me, and together we honor the Sabbath. What we give to the Sabbath is repaid a thousandfold. Wait and see. You will be left with nothing, Judah predicted. Over time, Judah's warning came true. Joseph's wealth melted away. He no longer lived in a fine house. He no longer dressed in expensive clothes. But he still celebrated the Sabbath, and he still welcomed everyone to his home. Now his guests baked the challah, brought the fish, and shared their wine. His lamps were filled with ordinary oil, but the joy around his table was the same. Judah scoffed as he saw Joseph's fortunes decline. 
What we give to the Sabbath is repaid a thousandfold. What a joke. Joseph's hospitality has brought him to the gutter. Then one night, Judah had a dream. He saw Joseph sitting in his house, overseeing his lands, counting his money as if it were his own. Judah woke up trembling. Does this mean that all my wealth will be given to Joseph? He worried. Is this dream a warning? Judah became so frightened that he could not sleep. He avoided Joseph, and he saw him by chance. He ran away. His terror became so great that he sold everything he owned and purchased a ruby as big as a hazelnut. He sewed the ruby into the lining of his felt cap. Then he packed his clothes and left Tiberias. Judah traveled to the port city of Caesarea where he boarded a ship bound for Africa. Joseph will never find me, he thought to himself. I will be safe at last. After several days at sea, the ship sailed into a frightful storm. The sailors and passengers clung to the rigging to keep them from being swept overboard. A gust of wind whipped Judah's cap from his head and tossed his life's earnings into the churning waves. Back in Tiberias, Joseph still celebrated the Sabbath, even though his fortunes continued to decline. He missed his friend Judah and wondered why he had left so suddenly. One day, he went down to the market to shop for the Sabbath. A fisherman had just brought a huge, fat fish to the dock. Look at that one, Joseph exclaimed. What a Sabbath meal that would make. Take it, the fisherman said. I can't do that. You have to earn a living, too, Joseph said. Don't you remember me, Joseph? the fisherman asked. Last year, I lost my boat in a storm. You welcomed my family to your home and shared your Sabbath meal with us. You invited us to come back every Sabbath, and you helped me find a new boat. I owe you everything. Allow me to repay some of my debt. Please take the fish. On one condition, Joseph said, you and your family must come to my house this Sabbath to help me eat it. Joseph took the fish home. When his wife cut it open, she saw something glistening. When she looked closer, she discovered a ruby as large as a hazelnut. We're rich, she cried. What a fine Sabbath we will have, Joseph exclaimed. Joseph sold the ruby for 13 sacks of gold. He bought back his house and lands. He prospered as never before, but his greatest joy was still in celebrating the Sabbath. One Friday evening, a weary traveler appeared at Joseph's door. Come celebrate the Sabbath with us, Joseph said, inviting him in. Don't you recognize me, Joseph? the traveler said. I am your friend, Judah. I was once rich, but now I have lost everything. He described how he had become penniless when his ruby was lost in a storm. Joseph embraced Judah. I am so happy to see you. I found your ruby and I will return its value to you. No, Judah replied. 
In my travels, I have learned that some things are more important than riches. Your friendship is one, and the peace and joy of the Sabbath day is most precious of all. With Joseph's help, Judah regained his wealth, and from then on he celebrated the Sabbath as Joseph did, with an open door and an open heart. For truly it is said, what we give to the Sabbath is repaid a thousandfold. At the beginning of this story, Judah is selfish and greedy and so worried about holding on to his money that he forgets to give to the Sabbath with an open heart. In other words, he cares more about himself than he cares about others. And Joseph, well, he is so generous and seems to care more about sharing with the poor than protecting his own money that he himself becomes poor. I imagine that at this point in their lives, if Judah and Joseph would have been in the synagogue to hear Jesus preach that day, Judah would not have liked what Jesus had to say. After all, Judah is much more interested in taking care of himself than he is in helping any poor person. Joseph, on the other hand, would probably have agreed with everything that Jesus said, because he keeps the Sabbath with an open heart. However, by the end of today's story, Judah changes and becomes like his friend Joseph. Now both he and Joseph open their doors and their hearts to live the way God wants them to. Both generously share what they have with the poor, working side by side to bring joy and hope to everyone they know. On the last page of today's Sunday story, we see Judah and Joseph, who are next-door neighbors now, standing in the open doorways of their homes, welcoming everyone in to celebrate the Sabbath. This is a beautiful picture of the good news Jesus describes he has come to fulfill. Just as Joseph and Judah once invited everyone to share the Sabbath with them, Jesus now invites you and me and everyone in the world to celebrate the Sabbath with him in his eternal kingdom. Let us pray. Gracious, loving God of the whole human family, the poor and the privileged, we open our hearts and hands to all who live in poverty, the unemployed and unlucky, the lonely and forgotten, the sick, the hungry and the homeless. Fill us with compassion to see your face in the poor and the powerless. Guide us to work for your kingdom, where everyone has enough and no one must live in poverty. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. 